Hello and welcome to the Stress Sessions Mental Health Podcast with me, Luke. You're listening to Series 5, Episode 5, All the Fives. And this week, I'm going to be speaking to Gail Porter, who is a Scottish television personality, former model and actress, and she started her TV career in children's TV before branching out into modelling and then presenting mainstream TV. So you probably would have seen her in the 90s, noughties on television, um, and she's done some amazing stuff between then and now, um, winning a BAFTA as recently as last year. So... Yeah, what a fantastic person to speak to. It's Bank Holiday Monday today, and I'm pretty sure that most people will probably be listening to this further on in the week, so I hope you've had a lovely bank holiday. Um, I've had four days off, which has been so needed. Um, It's been a really weird... I say this in every bloody episode, but it's been a really weird couple of weeks. Still trying to get to grips with life, as most of us are. Um, but it's been so nice to have a, a lovely four four days off. Got to chill out a little bit, got to go on a nice walk today, even though it started raining, got to see a friend that I've not seen in a little while. Um, done some really cool things. Um, last two weekends have been really nice, actually. I went to see my sister last weekend, and I've not seen her since last year. And... It, it was such a nice weekend. It was so lovely. She she lives down by the coast on the south coast, and um, it, it was just it's just nice to see a, a friendly family face. To be honest, and play play bowling for the first time in years. Um, didn't win. Got beaten by my sister and her partner, um, and then just chilled out for that weekend by the sea. And it was it was nice. It was really nice. Um, and then this this bank holiday weekend. Just again chilled out quite a lot. Um, got a few bits done. Um, my mate made me do a really intense workout that I didn't think I was going to be doing on Friday. He was like, oh, "Was it Saturday? No, it's Saturday." He, he basically said to me, "Yeah, yeah, come round, come round to my, come round to my house. We'll go for a run." I thought I was going on a, on like a five ten k run. No, it's some twelve round intense bloody workout that I wasn't. <laughs> wasn't prepared for at all um, but it's a, it a great way to start the weekend so that that was good but yeah I hope you've had a lovely bank holiday I hope you have a lovely rest of the week and here is the stress sessions with Gail Porter Welcome to the Stress Sessions, Gail Porter. How's it going, Gail? Hi, it's going fine, considering that the world is completely insane. But yeah, it's fine. <laughs> How is it going with you? Yeah, good. Not too bad. Not too bad. I'm I'm really like, I can't believe I'm speaking to you for a start. And thank you so much for coming on because I said this when we started talking just a minute ago, but you're a real inspiration. And I know that people listening will be in exactly the same situation as me thinking this is it'll be, it'll be a great chat let's just say that 
Well, do you know what? Thank you ever so much for even asking me to do this. And um, I know we were supposed to do it a wee bit earlier, but then I, I mixed up the times. But yeah, thank you for having me. And do you know what? Chats are great. And it makes a difference to a lot of people. And um, I always try and make, a, well, I, I always try to do as much as I possibly can to talk to other people and make things a wee bit better. <laughs> Don't know. What is the one song that puts you in a really happy, positive mood? Oh my gosh, I wish you'd like told me this before. Um, don't stop me now, I'm having such a good time, I'm having a ball. But when you sing in Scottish, it's so much more funny. Can you try and sing it in Scottish for me? I can't do a Scottish accent. I don't, I don't. Give it a go. Don't Hang on. stop me now. <laughs> I don't know. No. no. One, one of my best mates is Scottish and I can never do her accent ever. I can't do it. Yeah. Um, Scottish is quite difficult to sort of like do. <laughs> um, and I can't, I love it when my English friends try to do a Scottish accent and uh, it, it never works. And it just makes me so happy. And they're like, Gil, who are you doing? And I was like, no, you just sound like my mum when she's drunk. That's not right. <laughs> I remember, I, I, I don't want to offend anybody, but when I was a kid, I the only thing that I used to try and say in a Scottish accent was, I come from Scotland. And that was it. Right, go, do it now. I come from Scotland. That, do you know what? That's not that, That's it. That's, that's not bad, you know. I don't, don't know what. There's your trousers. Do I don't know what accent, I don't know what um, dialect that I did that in, but it, who knows? Yeah, do you know what? It's very difficult. I mean, I always try and do Irish for my friend and I can't do it. I can't do it at all. I just sound really bad. And she's like, please don't do that again, Gail. And I try American because I've got friends in America. And I was like, hey, man, how is everything going? They went, please don't do that, Gail. Just don't do it. I was like, okay. <laughs> it's like it's a new American Scottish dialect. <laughs> Hey man, how is everything? They're like, oh god, girl, <laughs> no. How are you? Like, how how are you? How have you been doing? How's your day been? Yeah, yeah. I'm totally fine. I'm great. Um, you know, life is what it is, and you just wake up every single day and you make sure that you make the day the best day you possibly can do. And I've got a lot of jobs coming up, and I'm doing stand up. So not even entirely sure if I'm that funny, but do you know what? I'm going to give it a bash. I mean, you've made me laugh a few times already, so that's good. It's a good start. <laughs> I just think, yeah, I'm doing the Edinburgh Festival, so um, which is like, it's one of my absolute dreams because I'm from Edinburgh. And um, I used to take my mum to go and see all these wonderful comedians and I always said to her, one day, one day before I die, I would like to do stand-up in Edinburgh. She went, no, you probably won't. I was like, oh, love you. But I am doing it now. So, yeah. How long good. does it take to get into stuff like that? Did you, did you just think, oh, I've got so many funny stories? Or do you, have you, like, trained for it? Or do you, are you just going oh, for it? I'm just going for it. I think oh, this amazing. Is this is what we sh we all should be doing. It's something that I always dreamt of. And then the older I'm getting, I think, well, just go for it. See what happens. And then um, someone said, we'd like you to be at the Edinburgh Festival. 
<laughs> and I was like, yeah, that's totally cool. And then I hung up the phone. And I was like, oh my God, what are we going to talk about? <laughs> so I've got between now and August to come up with something extremely funny. You'll do it easy. Easy. Do you think? Do you want to come? I'll come. Yeah. Yeah. Bring you and your wife. You come. Bring your trainers. How long's the slot that you've got to fill? Um, I'm doing an hour. An hour. Oh, wow. Yeah. So um, I'm going to talk to people for an hour in Scotland for four weeks. An hour a day. Oh, that's, that's okay. Do you think? I mean, I can do it, but I think you can. Well, do you know what? I just thought, I spoke to my ex-husband today and I, I told him I was doing that. And he's like, my God, I lived with that. I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> that's why he's my ex-husband. But, yeah, he was like, yeah, crack on. You'll be fine. Yeah, I, I couldn't do anything like that. I mean, I, I don't like public speaking, again, which sounds ridiculous because I'm doing this. And then it's going to be listened to by people, so it's a bit weird. But, I, I again, I think life is all about pushing yourself out of your comfort zone. And I've only just started believing that since sort of lockdown started, really. I, I was quite a limited person, so I just did stuff that I was comfortable with. And ever since I've started doing this, I've just thought, why not? Why not just go for stuff? Which is kind of the sort of ethos that you've got, I think. No, it's great. And I'd like to know, um, when did you start doing the stress sessions? And, and what was it that made you think, I can do this? Which I think uh, is beautiful and amazing. And go you. So I, it was a bit weird. So I, I wanted to talk about mental health, but I didn't know how. And I didn't know how to tell people. So I just started doing this to make it a little bit normal for people to talk about mental health during lockdown. So as soon as lockdown happened, I thought I need to do something to try and keep my mind busy and help myself sort of thing. Because it was a difficult time, lockdown, I think. Yeah. Bit um, of a difficult time. It was not the easiest. My dad died the week before lockdown, the first lockdown happened. And oh, my dad... No. My dad was in Spain, so I had to go and get him and bring him back. And it wasn't the most fun thing that I've ever had to do in my entire life. Um, but I did manage to get him back. And then, like you say, when you get back in lockdown, it's happening. You just think, what on earth? And then I had COVID three times. So um, I put my dad in my spare room. No, it wasn't like a big massive body so, so sorry it was like his ashes and I put him in the spare room and I was like dad I love you but not today not today Aww. I've picked you up I've come back I've got COVID so I love you and I'll deal with everything and uh, yeah so my dad was in the house for the whole of COVID which was a little bit difficult to deal with yeah I bet it's oh, I, I couldn't even imagine how well, how difficult that would be. That's um, well, that's on another level, isn't it? It was kind of like, you know, something that you didn't imagine that's ever going to happen in your life. But I know this sounds weird, but my dad, um, he kind of like went out, had a brain aneurysm, and that was it. So um, in my mind, I thought, well, do you know what? He didn't suffer. He was having a great time. He was in Spain, and then... I was the one that had to go and get him. <laughs> I was like, Dad, come on, really? But uh, yeah. During COVID. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not have picked a better time. <laughs> Why are you doing it now? But um, 
Oh, yeah, it was it was a, a different it was a different way to start the whole COVID thing, but um, yeah, I can't complain. He's he got home and uh, I dealt with it. And when you talk about stress sessions, that was stressful. <laughs> that was so stressful. When you're feeling low, which is pretty. <laughs> pretty, pretty pretty standards for yeah. a lot of people at any like you said at any time of the day do you have a kind of routine that you go to is there stuff that you do to kind of boost your mental health um i go to um a thing called soul cycle which is in well it's in london and um it's just um, it's like spinning on a bike and it's disco music great music wonderful people go there and we and i just get up and even if I'm feeling shocking, I think, right, I'm going to go. And then when I get out of it after it's an hour and I get out and I think, OK, yeah, I've had a wee tiny disco to myself. I've been on a bike. I've done exercise. I've had music. So basically, I would say exercise and music keep my head in a good place. I feel what like there's a, a theme here. Disco's come up twice already. <laughs> dancing silent discos um yeah i that music it just makes me happy i just think sometimes i wake up and i think oh my gosh it's another day and more bills to pay and shit is happening in the world and so i just go and sit on a bike and listen to amazing music and i think yeah i got this i got this i'm always on bike 52 don't know why but i just they always say to me why do you always like book bike 52 and i went i don't know <laughs> it's a lucky like, number yeah well the thing is my lucky number was seven and then i got eight tattooed on my arm and everyone says why did you get eight and i said well when it was seven i lost my mum i lost a whole bunch of stuff and everything went wrong so i thought i'll give eight a bash <laughs> see what I happens that one yeah how was it when you were eight I don't know. It seems to be okay, but then I'm thinking if all goes shit and tits up this year, then I'll, I, I could just change it to a nine. Do you know? What I've, <laughs> I've got so I've got a tattoo on my wrist, and it's so it's so you know you get those semicolon ones for mental no. health. So so basically, a lot of people got semicolon tattoos for to represent. I I, I, I talk about that. mental health. Yeah. So I but I've got eighty nine. So if you can see that. So what does it? What, what did the semicolons mean for mental health? So it's basically to say that you've you you speak openly about mental health and you're like a mental health advocate and you you're not. I've never heard of that. Not, have you not? It's it's a it's a semicolon movement. I think it's called. Um, okay. But basically, I, I got eighty nine, so I got the semicolon because I was born in the year eighty nine. I thought I'll get like a little circle on top of the semicolon, and it would just be my birth year as well. Eighty nine. You were born in eighty nine. Yeah. Oh god, I feel so old. So anyway, that's mine. <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah, don't even know what it means. But um, I was born in seventy one. You're not I that love old then. Thing. <laughs> yeah oh my god you're ancient <laughs> no it's weird isn't it because i used to think that when i was a kid if somebody said they were so i'm 33 if somebody said oh i'm 33 i'd be like that's really old and if yeah. you hit you hit this age now and you're like oh 80 is quite old but anything below that's all right 
Yeah, I always say, yeah, I'm going to be 52 and I don't feel it in the slightest. And my daughter was, my, actually, my daughter was so kind to me the other day and I said, oh my God, I can't believe I'm going to be 52. She went, mum, you just don't act it. And I said, I don't know if that's kind or not kind. <laughs> Are you just saying that I'm like behaving like a child? But she went, nah, you've got it, mum. I was like, well, I don't feel it. So that's a good thing. You look good for 52 as well because you've got no lines. Well, you've I think no... Cool. No. no lines, no hair. <laughs> well, I would I should be worried because look, I've got I've got lines already. So when I'm happen. when I'm your age. Squeeze you up your head, you will, but no, you look great. I just go. <laughs> well, do you know what? I I have a cold shower every morning and every night, and it seems to do okay for me. Oh, you're into Absolutely. that. I'm, I'm, I'm into that. Obviously, you can tell. I don't wear makeup. I don't care. And, um, you know, when I lost my hair through alopecia, I lost everything. Eyebrows, eyelashes, body hair, blinking wonderful. So it means that oh. I'm like a bald baby with tits. It's just weird as fuck. Oh, that's, that's quite handy, isn't it? It is handy. I don't have to shave anything. I don't have to wax anything. And... Um, I'm so used to it now. It doesn't bother me. And I kind of like it. I think, do you know what? I, I always think that you're blessed, whether something bad happens in your life, whether it's mental health, whether it's um, losing your hair, you know, something something good's going to come out of it if you've got the right headset on you and you go, do you know what? Okay, I can take it. I will take it. You know, I miss my mum. I miss my dad. I miss my grandparents. I miss my hair. I miss the fact that my daughter's gone to uni and um, she's not in the house anymore. But I wake up in the morning and I think, I'm going to dance my way through this. And I'm going to share as much love as I've got to everybody that I can possibly do it to. Does that sound weird? No, I like that. That's really good. That's, because it's taken, again, it's taken a positive from a silver line. It's taken a silver line from, a, from something bad. Yeah, I always think, you know what? You've got to, because you never know how long you're going to be here for. And you've got to make it the best you possibly can do. And also, not just for you, for other people. You know, I've got the best neighbours. And I always go down and say, do you want some toast? They're like, Gil, no. I was like, all right, just check in. <laughs> you just have to check in with everybody. Make sure that everyone's fine, you know. So it doesn't. It doesn't take too much of your time. And the thing is, by by doing stuff like that, you're looking after somebody else and looking out for them. But by doing that, in the meantime, you're making yourself feel good as well, because because you're caring for somebody. And and the reaction from that is, it's got it's heartwarming, isn't it? Well, when I pop down to my neighbours or and I say it's everything all right, and they go not really, and then we have a chat for whatever half an hour. And then I come back and yeah, you're right. I do feel good because I think, right, I've made a difference to that person and that person has opened up to me. So do you know what? It's taken less than an hour out of life and he or she's better and I feel better. So don't stop me now. I'm having such a good team. <laughs> it does sound so much funnier in Scottish. It does, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Everything does. that you do sounds better in Scottish. Like every song, I said to one of my friends the other day, and I said, "Literally, she was having a bad day," and I said, 
just sing something in Scottish that's not Scottish. And she went, when you go, well, and I went, no, that's a Scottish song. You can't sing a Scottish <laughs> song. That doesn't make any sense. You have to pick like an American or a UK, like a London, you know, English song. And she's like, oh, okay. And then I went, oh, she was like, I can't think of anyone. And I was like, oh, everybody's doing the locomotion. She went, oh, right, I get it. <laughs> You talked about having cold showers as well. Is is that quite a new thing? Have you done that for quite a while? Because people have started doing that because of the whole Wim Hof program oh, and seeing okay, that sort I've of thing. Like 17, 18 years. I've done it. Oh, have you? Yeah. I quite like it. It's just kind of, I don't know, it wakes you up and it sort of like brightens your skin up. And it's not everyone's cup of tea, but for me, I'm quite happy doing it. Have you tried open water swimming? Well, I'd love to, but I live in the middle of London. And one of my friends said go to me, the, Go in the Thames. Go in the Thames. <laughs> no, I'm going to get some sort of like weird disease or something. But um, my friend said to me, do you want to go op open water swimming? And I was like, we're in central London. And she went, yeah, but we can go to blah, blah, blah. And I said, yeah, but you know that's going to take us an hour on the tube. She's like, yeah. And I went, and then an hour back when we're absolutely baltically freezing it's not it's like two hours to go woo just go in the shower and just make it cold i started with a shower then i advanced to an ice bin and then i started doing open water swimming oh see i would love an ice bin but i don't have a garden oh uh, i just so i use i've spoken about this loads of times but i use a you know you get the garden bins that you put your like your grass cuttings and stuff like that in yeah I, you, no you don't yeah so i rinse mine out with a jet washer clean clean it's all clean nice and clean well that's fine as long as it's clean filled it with cold water and i just get in and have a little ice bath it's good yeah no uh no? <laughs> no it's cool i think i went to iceland years ago and i swear to goodness i'm gonna go back to iceland because it was the coldest place and the most wonderful place i've ever been and i went in and did that um you know it was kind of like freezing cold up to your neck and then yeah it was yeah it was absolutely amazing but it weird as anything but i loved it but that's quite expensive if you just want a cold bath to go to Iceland. I said to my friend the other day, and I said, I'm thinking about going to Iceland. And she went, what, have they got a sale on? I went, not the shop. No, uh, I was thinking about going to the country Iceland. She's like, oh, I thought they were having a, a deal on. I was like, no. I was actually Googling places to go this morning just to get out of London. And I feel kind of like weird about doing it. I said to my daughter, I said, do you want to go and just not be in this country? And she went, yeah, but no. And I said, well, I'm going. So she she's going. Um, we've sorted out um, a little place for her to go to, uh, which is not London. And then I just think I'm going to pick somewhere. Where would you pick if you had to pick somewhere to get out of where you are? How long do you want to go for? Ten days. That was really quick, wasn't it? Yeah. Ten days. Or a month. Ooh. Oh, a month. Bali. I went to Bali last year. How amazing. So good. So Where good. Did you stay? 
Uh, we travelled around. So we went to, we started in Ubad, then went to Sideman. Sideman? I went to Ubud, but I don't know if I went to the other place. I went to Seminyak. That's quite a popular area. I don't think I went there either. Um, I was doing, do you remember, oh, you won't remember because you're too young. I did a programme called Wish You Were Here, which was on. I, I know that. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I used to present that sometimes. And um, we all went to Bali. And I think we were only supposed to be there for like four or five days. And then there was some sort of mess up with production. And they said, oh, you're going to have to stay there for two weeks. What? <laughs> and so all the lovely people I was filming with went, well, we can sort of like spread the filming out over two weeks. And I was like, no, we just do all the filming in like two days and then we party. <laughs> and that's what we did. It was amazing. It's so lovely there as well. It's so just chilled out and it's so calm yeah. and lovely. And, you know, I've been so fortunate. I've worked all over the world i've done a lot of charity i've been to vietnam cambodia uh uganda i've been to places places that were not that pleasant because of the um the work that i was doing because i was doing charity work and you see things that you don't ever want to see again in your entire life but i've also been lucky enough to go to places you think please don't put me on a plane back home <laughs> i don't want to go back home this is so lovely this let me stay here bali's one of those places though Definitely. Oh my goodness me, I loved it so much. And everyone was so lovely and kind. And I remember I went down to the beach one day because there were um the fishermen were all getting the fish in. Like it was about, I don't know, five, six o'clock in the morning. And then I went down and I had sunglasses on. And this lady just kept looking, going, <gasps> pointing at sunglasses. She just loved them so much. And I just I thought, you have them, just have them. And I gave and she started crying. And I was like, it doesn't matter. Oh, wow. the, the, the cameraman went, are they Mark Jacobs? And I was like, it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't matter because, you know, what? she loved them more than I loved them. So have it. Oh, it was so nice. Loved it. I don't know what to recommend for 10 days to a month, though. That's a hard one. Thailand. I've never been to Thailand. Oh, I've been, yeah. I love Thailand. You said about when your daughter goes away and you worry about her. What's it like to cope with in terms of having your child going off on their own and being independent and coping with that worrying? Does, is that, do you do stuff for it or do you just think, oh, I'll crack on and just let her do her own thing? Um, I've always got her back and she knows that I'm always here and I understand that she's got her independence. So it's kind of, it's kind of, letting her just be herself and you know i'm gonna worry every single day you know even if she's like 50 or 60 i probably won't be here i, I know i won't be here but i'll, I'll worry every single day because that's what parents do i think so um but i'm learning to not phone her every single day going what are you what's happening have you got enough money have you got this what what do you mean you're out clubbing at one o'clock what yeah not one o'clock in the afternoon one o'clock in the morning so um yeah i just kind of uh, i hold back and i give her the respect that she's due and but you know you never stop worrying never in a million years 
she's my baby she's going to be my baby until the day i die and she hates that <laughs> she hates the fact that i think that but i i just sort of like take it take it as it comes you know um give her respect and let her get on with her life um but i do i do worry i said to her when she went to uni i said right what did all the other kids mums and dads say to them when they went to uni and she said oh well such and such mum said um don't talk to strangers such and such mum said um don't take a drink from a stranger and i said and what did your mum say she went oh god mum it's so embarrassing you said right hook to the side of the head and then you kick them in the bollocks then you get them in the eyes and then you gouge the eyes and then you just like elbow them to the top of the head and then you're fine i mean i know so <laughs> that was mum's advice i love it i mean i feel like you could use this in your stand-up do you think yeah <laughs> i wouldn't actually do it to anyone but i could talk to them through i'll talk them through it i i just couldn't imagine the, the gail porter that i thought i was speaking to would say that <laughs> why I, what, I don't know what was the gail porter you were thinking of well i i didn't realize you had two black belts for a start so i didn't know you were that hard yeah I, yeah I, I started doing martial arts when i was six what fly me yeah so how long does it take to get two black belts is it because that sounds pretty well like... I, got, I got my my first one when i was 16 so i got my junior black belt when i was 16 and then i went on to do mma and then i went on to do <laughs> what then I went on to do kickboxing, and then I got a black belt in MMA, and I got a black belt in um, kickboxing. That's so basically three. That's actually three. Thanks for that. So I got one when I was sixteen, and then two when I was older. That's impressive. I'm pretty impressed right now. Not gonna lie. To, to be honest with you, I feel like I I need to do it again, like go back and start training. But um, yeah. I, do you know what? Shall we do it? You can do it. I'll do it. I can't do it. Why? Because <laughs> I'll be rubbish. No, nobody's rubbish. You start and then you get on with it. I've got the um, <laughs> flexibility of like a 90-year-old. I can do stuff like that. Doesn't matter. You know what? You start training and then you get there. You know, I'm probably, yeah, I'm 51, going to be 52. My bones are creaking. But, you know, you can start training again and then you get there. Still can't believe it. I, I got the, the, the BAFTA when it was locked down, so I couldn't even go and pick it up. What? I got a BAFTA in lockdown. Really? Well, yeah. Why did they not let you pick it up? Well, oh, because you couldn't yeah. go out your house or thing? Yeah, we weren't allowed out. So um, I had to watch it on the, um, on the TV and um it just said um you've won a bath and i was sitting in my house with my mate emma and i was like oh what do we do now then she went who knows but you got a bath i went yeah well that, that's a bit weird isn't it <laughs> you're like oh well, well done me <laughs> the thing is as well it was all about mental health and i always, i said to everybody eventually when i got to see my friends i said this is not a bafta for me this is a bafta for everyone that goes through anything 
that has anything to do with mental health, with depression, with, you know, it's it's not. We made the documentary to make a difference. So the BAFTA is not my BAFTA. The BAFTA is everyone's BAFTA that goes through this stuff. But you've got it now. Yeah. Do you want to see it? Yes. <laughs> Definitely. But, but please, this is like, this is not for me. This is for everyone. Right. Hang on two seconds. Oh, wow. Isn't that weird? That's, that's so cool, though. Single documentary, being Gil Porter. Bloop, bloop. So um, <laughs> it's basically about mental health. And, yeah, as I say, it's just, um, it's. I said to all my friends, this BAFTA has literally been around the neighbourhood because I went, do you want it for a bit? And they're going, yeah, can we have it for a bit? So, yeah, it's been everywhere. Everyone's had a bit of, like, having it on the uh, mantelpiece. Amazing. Uh, everyone that's felt a bit sad or haven't felt great about themselves was like, have it, <laughs> take it. I'm like, that's so weird. And, uh, yeah, so I get a phone call going, we're having a dinner party on Thursday. It's like, do you want the BAFTA? <laughs> Yeah, you can have it. It's not a problem. I bet you know else is like that open with their bath to like, here you go. Just, <laughs> you want it? I'll bring it up. I'll bring it to Milton Keynes. Yeah, go on then. Yeah. So, I... Trainers, 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 bath. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll, if I move that pair out the way in the middle, it can just go well, there I'm for thinking, a bit. No, actually, I'm thinking which ones. Um, uh, maybe the ones at the bottom. Oh, the yellow ones. Yeah. You know what? If this podcast does not go into some sort of like stratosphere, going, what on earth are they talking about? I'll be quite surprised. Most of the stuff is just off screen as well. So it's like people be listening and be like, what are they doing? What? <laughs> I don't know. I've got so many trainers, but I'm not going to bring them over because it's just embarrassing. I'll I'm send not- you a pic. I'll send you a picture after this of mine. Yeah, indeed. Uh, because the thing is, I've got a size four feet, so I get children's. Oh, that's so lucky. I know. That's so lucky. I'm like half priced. Well, it's not half priced, but it's like not as expensive as everybody else is paying because I've got wee tiny feet. You're a massive inspiration and you've gone through quite a lot of stuff. So you've had alopecia, depression, um, you've had an eating disorder, but you've got bipolar. How do you kind of it sounds a bit wishy-washy, but how do you kind of, and you, you've spoken about it a lot throughout the whole podcast, how do you sort of just keep going? Because I feel like there's some days that I wake up and I just feel like, shit, how do I get through today? How am I going to do it? What What do you do? What's your secret? There is no secret. It is, you know what, um, I've been given labels and labels and labels, and I don't like them. And they can take the labels and take them back. I don't want them. I've been given, like you said, um, bipolar, bipolar one, bipolar two. Um, also, I've been told I'm completely normal. <laughs> um, I just think, you know what? I don't care. I don't care what you say to me. Um, I've been through enough. Um, and yeah, I think my coping mechanism is, you know, I said to you before, exercise you know, doing things like music, anything like that. And also um, my coping coping mechanism is I know that I can make a difference to other people. I know that I can 
talk to you. I know that I can talk to my neighbour that's not feeling great. I know that I can go and do a, a, a talk um, about mental health for free anywhere in the country and just share share everything that you've got in your mind and think, okay, no, we've we've got this. We have got this. If I, you know, if we look at the government, we look at all the stuff that's happening in the world now, do you know what? You and me and people with who have been told it may be a little bit different, we probably are better than everything that's happening in this world. So do you know what? You get up, you just think, got this, dance. You have to dance in the morning. It's a thing. And then you just think, whatever I've got, no matter how skint I am, no matter how much people are not going to pay me money to do talks, I don't care. I'll do it and I'll try and make a difference and then I'll be happy. I love that. Is that a bit weird? No, I love that. It's lovely. It's a, it's a lovely answer. Do you know what? I, I just wake up every day and I think, if I can make a difference, then I've done something good. And that's but a great way to live life. It's a great way to live life. Don't get me wrong. I, I cry a lot. You know, I get home sometimes at night time and I just cry. I, but, you know, we should all cry. We should all just get it out of our systems. But then we get up in the morning and think, okay, we can do this. And then we can cry later. But, you know, being kind and being wonderful and crying, it all goes hand in hand. And the person that's listened to this, what one piece of advice would you give them if they're struggling right now? If they listen to this and they're struggling, what would you say to them? You absolutely rock. You have got this. No matter what is happening in the world, no matter what is happening, I've been homeless. I've been on the streets. I've slept on a bench. And I moved things around. So you've got this. What you need to do is call a friend call anybody call the samaritans there's always someone that's going to listen to you and going to give you that handshake and go we've got you you're never ever ever on your own never because i've i've felt like that a lot over the last few years and it's just like you there's a lot of there's a lot of horrible people in the world but there's also a lot of nice people in the world as well and as long as you stick by the nice people You'll always find someone that's got you. There's, you'll yeah. always find someone. There are not very pleasant people in the world, but there's always there's always someone that will, will have your back. And you know what? The Samaritans, I'm now an ambassador for the Samaritans, and they had my back because you know what? You can call them. You don't know who you're speaking to. They don't want to know your name. They don't want to know where you are. They just say, I'll listen. And then sometimes that that's all you need. Or you can just go come and hang out in my house if you want. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, it's, it's loads of fun. Get up in the morning, dance. Do you know what? Seven years ago, I didn't have a roof over my head. I was on a bench. And every single day I wake up, I just think I'm so thankful that I managed to get myself together. If I can do it, we can all do it. What would you say your happiest place in the world is? Um, oh, like as a as a place, place, or as in my heart? 
Well, my happiest place is obviously my home because I've been homeless and now I know that I can bring my daughter to my home. But my happiest place in the world is Edinburgh because Edinburgh is my home and every time I go there, I'm just, I'm happy as much as, you know, mum and dad, I don't have them. But when I go home, there's, there's a huge amounts of memories and wonderful things that I think about. And silent discos in Scottish. So, yeah. There's a lot of people that say a lot of stuff for mental health and uh, like that try and sort of decode what you're going through. And I feel like what you say is you, there's no bullshit. There's no, you don't say stuff that you don't mean. And it's just lovely. It's lovely. You are very kind. But do you know what? You're doing the same thing. Trying. Trying to. Nah, you're doing, yeah, you're doing great. It's amazing. And the more honest people are, we've got this. And you're going to make me cry now because I love you so much. You're you're so open and lovely. And thank you ever so much for having me. I really appreciate it. And keep doing the work you're doing. Thank you so much, Gail. It's like nice. it's been absolute pleasure speaking to you. Are you sure? I'm so sorry. I do talk a lot. No, I've... it's been great. It's like you've um you've just given me the the spark again to because you're my first guest this series. So yeah, I'm I'm happy I've I've got going again and, it's... and you, can I can I show you something? I don't know if you can see that. It says oh thank you. Oh, I love that. It says everything has beauty, but underneath it says but not everyone can see it, and it's all written in black. Oh, yeah, I can't see that. Yeah, so um, my friend gave that to me for my birthday, and he was like, do you know what? This is what life is all about. Everything has beauty, but not everyone can see it. And Yeah. That's clever. Never Another thing that makes you cry, but cry with happiness. Right, I'm going to let you go, because I'm going to go and get myself together and talk again. Oh, thank you so much, and keep in touch. Oh, definitely, definitely. Thank you. See, this is okay. I see, I see what I um disco bike class. Whoop whoop! <laughs> <laughs> so much fun. All right, my lovely. Um, thank you, and um, I'll speak to you soon. Hopefully, speak to you later. Thanks, girl. All right, bye bye. Thanks, bye. Thank you so, so much to Gail for coming on the Stress Sessions. That was a great chat. And I asked Gail to come on the podcast a little while back because I I saw her present at an event that was linked to my work. And when I heard her speaking about her mental health and the journey that she's been on, I was like, I need to speak to her. I need to get her on the podcast. And at that time, I, I, was, I think I was on the Series 2, so I was a bit like... Oh, I don't know. I don't know if she'll be up for it. So I've I've sort of waited for a little bit. Um, but as soon as I I asked her, she she was she was lovely. Said yes, and obviously she was very open on on that chat. So um, 
I hope I hope that you listening to this has helped you a little bit. That again, some of the stuff that we talked about, I think lots of people will be able to resonate to, um, and that lots of people are out there struggling. Um, just keep talking, keep being kind and nice to one another, and and help each other through the day. There's two things I want to sort of not just mention really so the the first one is at the end there i said this is this is the first podcast of the series obviously this is episode five of 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 series five but this was the first one that i recorded for this series so um that sort of ticks that one off (laughs) and the second one is i only did it for a little bit but apologize apologies for singing a um singing in general a line of a of a song in in Scottish, but when Gail Porter asks you to sing a little bit, you don't you don't say no, do you? So apologies for that. <laughs> but thanks again to Gail for coming on. Last but not least, I am not a professional within mental health, and nor are any of the guests that come on my show. That we just chat, we chat about mental health, we we try and break the stigmas down, but we're not professionals. So. If you are struggling with mental illness or you're you're suffering with your mental health, please, please reach out. Seek professional help. Um, go on the link that is within this podcast's notes and it will give you all the details of all of the, the charities that can help you that are out there, coping mechanisms. It's an NHS link and, and it's great. I've used it a number of times. So if you are struggling, just just hit that link that's in the podcast notes and you'll, you'll be able to try and find the help that you need. But make sure you do seek the help if you do need it. Um, lots of people don't, and I didn't for a while, so um, the, the sooner that you can get the help, the better. Um, and that is it for this week. I really hope you enjoyed that episode, and I hope that you have a lovely rest of the week. So I'll speak to you again in two weeks' time. Not too sure who that guest's going to be yet. I've got a few lined up, um, so I'll, I'll drop that on the At Stress Sessions Instagram and you'll you'll find out there but thanks again and yeah keep keep being kind to one another and i'll catch up with you soon see you later